Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical, the podcast for the female leader who wants to reconnect with her true essence, step into her divine feminine power and make a huge impact in the world. I am your host, Nadia Gargalo, and in today's episode, we have Christine Kiros Bayona. Christine is a former corporate communications deal of all trades, turned podcast host and entrepreneur. She teaches her center entrepreneurs how to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting, to grow their businesses, build strong communities and increase their impact. She has a degree in literature and has a passion for storytelling and sharing diverse perspectives. In this episode, we talk about the power of your voice and sharing your story, how podcasting helps amplify your voice, the benefits of having a podcast and how to create safety when becoming more visible. This episode is powerful. If you are thinking of having your own podcast, you want to listen to this. So let's dive in. I'm so excited to have you here. Christine has been helping me to put the vision together of the, this podcast. So she has had an influence in me being here, sharing all this wisdom with these beautiful ladies with you. So I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So I know you used to work with communication on during your corporate journey. So what made you decide to use your skills in communication to build your own business, helping women use the power of their voice through podcasting? Yeah, so I was in corporate for about 15 years and I really tried to fit into that structure. Um, you know, I hired business coaches. I really tried to work with my managers, but at one point I had this voice tell me, and I think it was like this internal voice, like, this is not where you're going to thrive. And it was just so clear. And I thought, okay, well, then I need to figure something else out. And so at the time I had been listening to podcasts and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts around entrepreneurship. And I just was really loving people's stories and seeing how people were really creating their own realities, their own lives that fit around them instead of fitting their life around their jobs. So that I think is what led me to look at an entrepreneurial path. I think before I started questioning that, I really didn't believe that there was anything else available to me. Like I honestly just thought, oh, you go to, you graduate from college and you do the corporate job and that's it. So kind of being awakened to another path, a different opportunity, I thought, okay, I, I think this feels right. And I know that I want it to be something, you know, what I do to be something that's very meaningful, that has a lot of impact. And I really do love communications. So helping 
other people amplify their skills and their talents and their voices has been something that I've always done in my corporate job. But now I've just taken it to um, a different platform, podcasting, and um, I'm really passionate about helping women to amplify their voices in a way that helps them amplify their businesses, everything that they're doing, um, helping them be these independent entrepreneurs as well. So that's what really like excites me and gets me up in the morning. I love it. And it's crazy how podcasting is growing. Like so many people are starting to share their voice more and more. And I think it's what they need. The more people speak up and the more people share their voice, the more impact we're going to all make and on the collective, right? So yeah, yeah. now what you're doing is something powerful. So let's talk about the power of sharing your story. What's the impact of sharing your story in, from your point of view? <laughs> Yeah. So really, if you think about it, whoever owns the story, owns the narrative, like owns the power. Right. And if you think about, at least I know in the U S we've had some legislation that's trying to be passed around sort of retelling the story of certain States, the history and kind of omitting things and not, you know, having, you know, slavery included in, in textbooks and, and teachings and, and that's story, right? That's someone's story that won't get to be shared. And that impacts the people who are hearing the story, how they view the world, how they view others and whether or not they have empathy for the other person's experience. So storytelling, it's just so powerful And I think we've all heard that like our brains are wired for storytelling. And when, you know, because when you tell a story, like you automatically get that um, inclination to lean in, right? Like we are just naturally like, oh, I want to hear more because that's how our brains operate. And so I think the power of storytelling to connect on a human level is, amazing. Like, I don't think that I can't think of another way that we can really connect to each other and see each other's humanity, um, outside of like sharing your story. And then I also think storytelling is a powerful learning tool. I think when you hear someone's story and you can see yourself in that person's story, that is such a powerful click for you. I know it is for me of like, Oh, I, 100% get what that person is going through because I have been there. They took me through the journey and I just really get it. And I'm, I've learned something meaningful um, from hearing that person's story. And so I just think it has this storytelling, you know, I was a literature major, so I have a really strong reverence for it and what it can do and how it can connect us. And I think at this time in history, you know, we've never had a platform like podcasting where we can create a show around who we are, what our voice is around our authenticity, and then publish that to the world, distribute it to the world. And that's just such a powerful thing, especially people of color, women, you know, disenfranchised voices have this powerful tool and 
we need those nuanced stories. You know, we need to sort of take that mic back and give a broader perspective of who's out there and what they're doing. And as business owners, as people, as coaches. And so I think that for me, that's what I think is so um, powerful about sharing your story. Yeah, I I have seen like in my journey as a business coach, I have seen the power of the story when you share with your audience. Um, even when you are just creating posts on so on, or like content on social media, the level of connection you can get with your audience by sharing your stories is amazing. Because if you had two coaches with exactly the same knowledge who will help you exactly with the same thing, but one has been through the journey and the other one has not, you're instantly going to connect with the one who has because they know they have been on your shoes. They know exactly what is being there, like in the pitfall and like overcoming the thing and like going through every step. And, and that's so, so powerful. And I think with every story, like we also put our uniqueness, right? Like you could t- take the same story and different people would tell the story differently, right? So we really put our uniqueness in there as well, which I think is, is key to really attract the people you are meant to be helping and you are meant to talk to. Yeah, I think you're right. And when you were speaking, you made me think of when you tell your journey, you are helping other people feel seen, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's so powerful. It's like, oh, I, I see myself in that person and they get me. And you're right. That's such an important way for people to think, oh, I want that coach because they see me, they get me. Yeah, I can. I just had a conversation yesterday with uh, with uh, one of my clients, and she was she was struggling with her partner because he's a little bit trapped, not feeling good, trying to find his purpose, but he's not able to find it. And she feels frustrated because she's trying to help, but she's not able to help. And I said to her, I told her my story with my partner because I've been there. Last year, my partner wanted to start his own business as a healer. And I had all the tools to help him help him build the business, but he was not ready for it. So as much as I was trying to help him, he would just feel frustrated and under pressure from me. And I was not helping him. <laughs> we were just creating arguments and stuff. So by sharing my story with her, and then she she said to me like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that like to hear that you've been there. And this is not just my thing, you know, like a lot of people, I don't know why, naturally when we go through struggles we feel alone in the journey or like that's only happening to us so just having the support of someone else going through the same journey or same experience or similar experience makes you feel seen and validated and that what you're going through is okay and it's fine and there's nothing wrong with you yeah definitely and you're so right we do tend to I think when we struggle, we, it's like, we want to hide it instead of share it. Um, I think that's very natural (laughs) inclination. So it is, it's nice when some people step outside of that, you know, and, and, and show, share their stories. Other people can relate. Yeah. How can a podcast help amplify your voice and why is it so important to share your voice? So I think, you know, sharing your voice specifically through podcasting is so powerful because 
it creates that really intimate connection with people. I think, you know, every, every type of communication has its purpose. Everyone responds differently. Some people want to read content. Some people want to watch a video and some people want to listen to it. But the thing about podcasting is not only is it your voice that creates intimacy, but because you can do other things while you're listening to a podcast, it really does become like incorporated into your day. Like I will, I listen to podcasts a lot when I walk my dog or maybe when I'm like doing the dishes or making dinner. And it just kind of feels like whomever I'm listening to is like, they're in my, my day and they're part of my week, you know, if I listen to them every week. So I think that is something that is unique to podcasting because you don't have to just sit and watch. You can, you can pay attention and still, you know, do things in your life. I know we're busy entrepreneurs. So sometimes that is a really important thing. Um, so I think that's really, really powerful for pod- podcasting as a platform in general, I think, you know, as a business owner, if you want to build community, if you want to build trust, I think those are really important things that come from, from podcasting and just your ability to share your unique voice and be able to send it to anyone that you, you know, anyone could tap into it when they want to. And I've heard stories of, you know, clients say like, oh, I, I, you know, recorded a bunch of, I recorded a season and I I'm on a break, but people are coming to me because they went and found my podcast and they binged it. And they're like, Hey, I want to work with you or, Hey, you know, I want to connect with you on Instagram. So it's something that um, is powerful as you've put it out there. And then just kind of keeps working for you when you're not even doing anything with it. So yeah, that's amazing. And I really agree with the part of that you are able to listen to podcasts while you are doing other things. Because to me, it's like, I I always prefer the video format for some reason. Like I engage more into the conversation. I pay more attention when I'm watching while listening. But it's true. Like every day I try to watch trainings or videos that I'm interested about. I try to read. Like you want to listen to podcasts and it's so much, so many things at the end of the day. And I really love listening to podcasts when I'm cooking. I we love with my boyfriend to listen to podcasts when we are in the car. And yeah, I think it's, it's so powerful that you can just listen while you're doing other things. Like a lot of people listen to them when they are at the gym or exercising. Yeah. So many different ways you can just pop it in and then get all the other things you need to get done in your day and on top of that there are now podcasts for everything like any subject you want to know about you can find a podcast so yeah and if you're like a learner which I sense that you are because you just mentioned all the different ways that you uh, get information and I am as well I mean that it's like a gold mine. It's so exciting for, I think, natural learners, because like you said, you can find something on any topic and just like, I I do like the binge quality of it too, because sometimes once I get into a topic, like I just want to know more and more and more. So (laughs) I'm not limited by like, oh, there was just one and I have to go, you know, find something else, but yeah. 
Yeah, you, you 100% got me because I am a one free profile in human design and the one is the investigator. So we need the, all the information. Yes. <laughs> That's one absorb information. Right. <laughs> okay, so why do you recommend podcasting to entrepreneurs? What are the benefits of having a podcast? You were mentioning a little bit about getting more visible and like building your trust. So is there a... Yeah specific benefits that you see? Yeah, I think it's a great way to just expand your brand, build your brand, build that sense of trust and community. And like you said before around, you know, sharing your unique story, you know, highlighting your uniqueness so that you're attracting the right people to you. Um, And I think it's just a really, really powerful way to do that. I also think it's one of your best content marketing tools as an entrepreneur, because like what I do is I start with my podcast. My podcast is where pretty much all of my content comes from. So once I record an episode, then I'm repurposing that across all my social media platforms. It's turned into my email to my subscriber lists. I could also, if I wanted to create a YouTube video, you know, for it and build that up. I haven't done that, but that's available to me if I want to. Yeah. And so it's just a great piece of content that you can really repurpose and repurposing is so important for entrepreneurs because, um, we are busy and (laughs) it, if you come up with a system, it's really easy to pull out the different parts and, and break it up and reuse it. I also think it's fantastic for networking, I've met so many amazing women on just by interviewing them on my show. You've been on my show and your, your episodes coming up and now I'm on your show and I, that's happened before with other, um, guests that I've had they, some guests have become clients. I've become clients of other guests. So just from the networking aspect and the leveraging new audiences, it's really powerful. You know, you get in front of their audiences who people already trust And then, you know, even if your people aren't, you know, looking to you um, for that specific episode of like, maybe it's you're highlighting someone else's expertise and it's not like a solo episode where you're sharing your knowledge, they're still looking at you as this curator of content, right? Like, you know, the right people to bring on, you have the sense of like what your audience needs and what value you're going to be providing to them. And then lastly, you get to advertise your products and your services. So I have ads in every one of my episodes of my freebie, you know, Hey, I have this free workshop. Sometimes I'll put an ad about something paid. So it gives you that option to just plug what you um, have in your, uh, you know, services that you can, can share with people. So for me, there's just so many ways that podcasting can help grow your business. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with all of that. And I especially enjoy the networking part. Like I've met amazing women. I had incredible conversations that I truly, truly enjoyed recording. And yes, yeah, some of them, have become clients I have been invited to the podcast some of them have become even friends and like other supportive coaches to me so like it's amazing the power of the networking 
Oh, it's so much fun. It's my, my favorite part is to research guests and have the conversations. Um, but I get so excited when I find a woman, cause I, I only interview women. And when I find someone, I'm like, oh, you are amazing. I have to talk to you. And then, you know, you get on the show and you have this great conversation. I mean, there's like nothing like that feeling. It's so much fun. Yeah. And I don't know if you feel that, but it's, it's like an instinct, like an intuition when you come across someone and you are like, oh my God, yes. I'm in my show. I don't know if you get that same feeling. <laughs> I do. Because I'm, I normally connect through Instagram DMs, same as I do with my clients, but you get an instant feeling of oh my God, she needs to be my my podcast. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're probably both very intuitive, but I definitely, yeah, it's like this little zap of like, oh, I need, I need to have that person on my show. Hopefully they say yes. Yeah. Okay. So I know having a podcast can be a big stretch out of the comfort zone for many entrepreneurs. So how can they create more safety when becoming more visible? Yeah, this is a great question because I think a lot of us tend to, well, I'll speak for myself. So my entrepreneurial journey required me to push myself outside of my comfort zone a lot. And doing a podcast was one of the very first things that I did that was very much a stretch for me because I'm an introvert. I don't like to be necessarily the center of attention. And what I found myself doing was pushing through doing it and kind of feeling like it was a lot, but telling myself it's okay. You're okay. You're fine. Just pushing (laughs) and you're going to keep going and not stopping to give myself the care and the compassion that I needed. So that's why I'm so glad that you brought up this question because I think a lot of us women are really hard on ourselves. And I, for me, I've had to learn how to be compassionate. And so that's what I would advise, you know, your listeners is to, when you're doing something that is uncomfortable to acknowledge it, first of all, And to get the support that you need to think about how can you be very kind and gentle and supportive of yourself and whether that's self-care, you know, do you need a massage that next day after you recorded your first, you know, episode, do you just need some like Epsom salt baths? Um, Do you need to spend time with your friends? Do you need a coach? Um, that's something I invested in. I, when I launched my first course, I felt like I needed someone to support me through that launch. So I hired a coach and now like, I will never not have a coach because those are the, the kind, that's the kind of support that I know now that I need while I'm pushing myself to do these big, scary things. And so that's what I would say is really creating safety is creating safety within. It's knowing that you've got yourself and you are going to take care of yourself and prioritize your own needs. And so it's just really getting comfortable with that. And as someone who historically has not done that and has had to learn how to do that, um, it's, I now realize like how important it is and we all need to do it. And, uh, it's like a muscle, 
you know, it's like building a muscle of like, oh, I just take care of myself now, especially through the hard, difficult, scary things. Yeah, I felt that at the beginning when I, I had this desire of having a podcast. When I watched other entrepreneurs having podcasts, I was like, I would love to have one. But I, I will tell myself, I will never be able to have one because I don't think I can manage those conversations. And working through this fear and practicing with lives on Instagram started to give me the confidence. And at the beginning, I was able to do lives for even five minutes, you know, like I was not able to talk for longer than five minutes. I would just get blocked. <laughs> but then as, as I practiced, I started to talk more. And then I started to, when they, um, when Instagram started to have the joined lives, then I started to practice interviewing people. And then I'm, I was like, oh my God, I can totally do this. <laughs> this is even easier than just talking myself. So I can 100% have a podcast. But yeah, you need to always work through your fears and where you are not feeling safe and like very being very compassionate, as you said, with yourself and how you feel. And everyone everyone can do anything. We just need to work on, on how we feel in the, like finding that safe space for us. And as you said, coaches, are one of the best supports we can have because they always push us to up level. They see what we can see. They help us through our negative beliefs. So yeah, like for me, coaching is one of the most powerful, powerful things to, to grow. Yeah, they, they push and they support. And it's yeah. like, it's the best, it's the best of both worlds. I mean, I love that you mentioned the baby stepping into it, like how you did the lives and then did the interviews on the lives. And that's, I think, perfect way for all of us to start, right? You have to start somewhere. Starting small is always great um, because then you always, always build on that. I told myself in the beginning, they're not all going to be good. Yeah. Like, that's what I told me. I gave myself that permission. Like they're only going to get better. And so that relieved a lot of pressure. And then honestly, I interviewed my friends the first, uh, so I have two podcasts. My first podcast was a travel podcast. And the first four interviews were my friends because I thought, well, I know I'm going to be comfortable with them. It's going to feel like a candid, you know, conversation and once I, you know, build that little muscle, then I can reach out to strangers. And then, then it came to this person has, you know, people I'm reaching out to, they have kind of small followings. Hmm. What if I reach out to the people who have like a hundred thousand followers or, you know, and I just built, built on that. And now I've had some really big guests on my current show. And so, yeah, I love that starting small and then just growing on those little successes. I love that. My one really happened naturally. Like I, I loved the when I saw people having podcasts, but I thought I would never have one. And just by doing the lives and naturally one day I was like, I, I can totally do a podcast. So let's start planning for it. And yes, it's, it's funny how we are all different because like you started to practice or started with your friends to feel more comfortable. If I do stuff with friends, I feel more under pressure. <laughs> oh I, I get that I get yeah, that because yeah. I feel they, they know me so well and if I make a mistake or something they're gonna realize and then they're gonna judge me so for me it's better to do things with the strangers 
<laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. I think my friends, I knew they were ner- nervous to be a guest on the podcast because they never had either. So we were kind of in this, it, it evened out a little bit. So it's like, okay, we'll try this and this experiment and see how it goes. But yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is um, some personal advice you would like to share with our listeners? Oh, personal advice. I would say if you're thinking about, if you're an entrepreneur or even if you're dealing with something in your personal life, get coaching or support or therapy sooner rather than later, because we all need help. We all need support and we are totally worth the investment. We are like, should be our number one investment. I think for myself, I didn't grow up with people who even knew what a coach was or, you know, when I hired my first um, professional coach in my, my corporate job, I, you know, that was a kind of a foreign concept. And then also I think as women, you know, we're not really taught to prioritize ourselves. So I think that's why, you know, I'm giving this bit of advice. Really, I'm asking you to prioritize yourself. You're worth it. And getting that support is going to be the game changer. I know it's been for me and it's going to just get you so much further, so much faster. And like, why waste time? You know, like it's, you're, you have everything that you need now. You just need to have someone to help you kind of tap into that. So. Yeah. Coaches are the real catalyst to just yes. quantum leap. So I would love if you could share like, maybe three steps or three things uh, you think every entrepreneur who is looking to have a podcast should think about? Yeah. So I think first it's important to start with, I think first it's important to start with your why, your, your vision, you know, you're an entrepreneur, so you know what your mission is. And so it's really important to tie that into your podcast because your podcast is just an extension of your brand. Um, so really asking yourself specific questions around what does this podcast mean to you? How can it support your business? It's a really important thing to think about. You know, how does it integrate into your whole business plan? I think that's a great, great place to start. And then I think, you know, the tech is pretty straightforward and I have a resource I can share in terms of like a list of what, what things to, to invest in. Um, but I think, you know, having, having really thinking of your audience and how you can provide value for them is also really important that will inform the topics of your show and who you bring on your show, or maybe you're doing solo shows. And so it'll, will inform like what you speak about. And that can really be drawn from any, um, you know, market research you've done or any experience with your clients. Like that's really the best way to come up with topics. I know a lot of people um, tend to feel like that's a hard thing. Like, what am I going to talk about? Or what, you know, who, what's the show's going to be? What are the shows going to be about? And I think you have already a wealth of knowledge and information from your client experiences. And so that's a great place to draw from. So your mission, your topics, 
And then um, lastly, I would say that, you know, podcasting is, like I mentioned before, it's such a great marketing tool. And so thinking about how you can incorporate that into your, you know, into your overall uh, marketing strategy is, is really important. So just thinking about, about all those things and really what you want it to, to be and how you want to, you know, share your voice. And, and it's really up to you. There's no really limits or rules with podcasting, which is fantastic because you can really just make it your own and know that by doing that, you're going to be speaking to like those like heart centered, like clients and that you really want to work with. Yeah. And I know you have amazing resources to help with the vision and putting things together, like how you want to use the podcast and who your audience is, because I've been using them and they help me so, so much. So if you are looking into having a podcast, contact Christine, because she has amazing resources that you can use. Something that really, really helped me was really approaching when before launching the podcast was really approaching it in a very feminine way so i knew i wanted to start the podcast at the beginning of the year but i didn't put my myself under the pressure of okay i'm gonna just set a specific date when i still didn't have things together so what i did is i started to work on the things that you you sent me work on the vision like how i wanted my podcast to be and I started to talk to some people. I got my logo done. I checked the platforms where I wanted to host the podcast. So I, as I was doing things and things started to like be in place and unfold together, then I said, okay, I'm gonna now put the date because I think I just now need to start recording episodes. So initially I was thinking January, but it ended up being on the... 2nd of February 22, which was also an amazing date. Mm -hmm. But I didn't put myself under the pressure of having a deadline and, oh my God, I need to get things done by this date and this is missing and that is missing. Because, like, you don't need to, like, really publish or promote your podcast so long in advance. So you can just decide as things are together without having that pressure and that stress that really helped me to build mine. So I just launched in a very flowy and easy way where I didn't feel stressed or under pressure at all. And that was really helpful to not feel stressed and nervous when recording episodes and all these things. Yeah, I, I love that. And like I said, around like the format of podcasting and how there aren't really too many rules. I mean, you could really change it up if you wanted to, but equally launching, I mean, like you're saying, like it's, it's up to you and how you feel comfortable doing it. People say there's a quote unquote right way, but really it's like, what feels good to you and what kind of energy do you want to be putting out there? And I really do tell people if you're starting a podcast because you feel like you should, I, you know, that's not the right reason to, to start one. If you're feeling called to, if it's feeling like, oh, this is how I want to communicate with my audience, my people, like that's really the energy 
I think you should bring to starting a podcast and then launching, you know, bringing that same energy of like what feels aligned with me because, you know, we're not out here to be entrepreneurs. I think to do things everyone else's way, like we're here to do it in a way that feels good and obviously gets results. But I think when you're doing things in alignment with what feels good with you, that's where that real like sense of success and true success for you, whatever that looks like is going to come from. Yeah, I so much agree with that. Like some people might feel more comfortable with more planning. But yeah, even though you want to plan, you don't want to plan whatever way you choose. Like you don't have to be doing things in a specific way or you can, as you said, change things up. Is your podcast, is your vision. And same as our businesses evolve, as we evolve, same the podcast. So yeah. Okay, so... um, just before we finish, I would love to know what's something you are absolutely in love with right now in your life that is lighting your soul up. Okay, so we talked about it before you hit record, but I just went on my first holiday in two years. So I am excited about traveling again, getting out and seeing the world. So I started out as a travel blogger and a travel podcaster. And so, you know, exploring, learning, like we talked about before, learning through experience, just learning different cultures. Um, It's really what like lights me up. And so to have had that opportunity, I, um, you know, just a few weeks ago or last week to be out into the world was just so amazing. And it just kind of reignited that passion and that excitement around like, oh, the world is my oyster. It's out there waiting for me. And now I can go and, and experience it. So I'm, I'm so grateful that I had that experience. And I'm just thinking now I'm like, okay, wh- where are we going next? What's going to be the next adventure? So yeah, I can't wait to travel myself. And it's so important for us to be in our power and to shine our light so we can share with others to do the things that we love. And with traveling, it's been quite difficult for the last two years, but we are grateful that things are starting to go back to normal and we have more the chance to travel the world again. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so where can people find you? What things are you are you working on right now? Any freebies, anything you want to share with our audience? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. That's where I am mostly at podcast and amplify. And then I also have a website, which is also pod, podcastandamplify.com. On the website, I have a free masterclass on how to uh, launch a heart-centered podcast and attract soul-aligned clients. And I had so much fun putting it together. It's actually a revamp of another um, workshop that I did. And so I just love evolving things. And where this went was just like, so much fun. And so um, I'm so excited to, to share it with people. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, go check that out. It's a free, free resource. And um, the podcast is also a podcast and amplify. So you can find that anywhere you uh, listen to podcasts. And on there, I do a solo episode where I give a podcasting tip every week. It's like 10 minutes or less. 
And then I also release an interview with a entrepreneur, business owner on all kinds of topics around how to have a successful business. And those are really fun, I think, valuable conversations. So that's where you can listen to me, find out more about me. Beautiful. I highly recommend to work with Christine. So if you are thinking of having a podcast or you have a podcast and want to work on your vision or something is not working for you, go and find her because she's amazing. And thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love your show. I love the title of your show. It just like sparks so much within me when I see it. I love it. Allow things to flow, and I was trying to be patient, and finally came together. So yeah, like I'm always repeating, this is powerful. This is powerful. So 100, my podcast has had to have powerful the name. (laughs) It was meant to be, and it's perfect. So thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure to have you. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe. Share it, tag me and Christine and share your thoughts and breakthroughs with us. I would love to connect with you. Follow me on Instagram where you can reach me out and find more of what I do. Thanks for being here with me today. I will see you in the next episode, Powerful, Wild and Magical Being.